Kelsey Tanner and welcome to Align Your Mind. I am a flutist and a mindset coach and I help musicians feel better in their life and careers. It's the goal of this podcast, of my career path, and of my coaching business. And today I think we should talk a little bit about self-discipline. I think so much pride is taken in musicians, right, in themselves when they have self-discipline. I don't exactly know where that culture comes from. Okay, capitalism, I get, I get it. The industry is highly competitive, absolutely. And so at a certain level, we want to have self-discipline because people who do are praised and coveted and you won't really find a successful musician who doesn't have self-discipline, basically. But I wanna talk about the quality of discipline that occurs as you are a person in the music industry and a person who practices with themselves every day. How do you motivate yourself to practice? I think that's really important and how do you discipline yourself? Just like there's different ways that a parent can discipline a child, I think there are different ways that we can discipline ourselves. And when people marvel at self-discipline, I think it's important to think about, is this self-discipline actually working for this person or against them? Because self-discipline can absolutely work against yourself. So what goes on behind the scenes actually matters quite a bit. When people come to me for coaching, what they're usually looking for is to feel more confident. They're trying to get out of their own way. They're trying to feel better about themselves and in their careers and they're playing all of that stuff. They're trying to change their relationship with their career and their instrument. And a lot of times I suggest, you know, being neutral to themselves. I mean, we start there, right? We don't go to positive because that doesn't seem like it would be genuine if negativity is your MO at the moment, right? So we tend to go into neutral territory. And I get a little bit of pushback here sometimes from people who say that if that self-critical voice isn't there, if that anxiety isn't there, then they're not going to be able to do all the things that they've done and get stuff done like they have in the past. They think that the negativity is what is actually making them successful. Now, that has been true for them, right? So, But that's why they're here too. That's why they're in coaching with me is because they have not found a positive resource to motivate themselves or even a neutral one, right? It's all been, I'm not good enough, so I have to hustle to get better. Now, people don't want to let go of negativity for several reasons. Usually it's because it's their source of motivation, which we just said. And working hard is something that a lot of people take pride in. It's like they wear it as a badge of honor. honor. I know I still even do, but I used to think like it doesn't matter what people think. They just can't say I didn't work hard as though working hard was the goal and not like anything else. It was an interesting place that I personally got to with this. And all of my self-discipline was coming from, oh, I just have to get the next thing. I have to like do the next competition. I have to do the next, you know, recital or do the next degree so I can prove myself basically. 
And when you're in that motivation spiral where you're so negative all the time, being positive doesn't even seem possible, (laughs) right? And changing that doesn't seem possible because you might let go of what you're holding most dear, which is your hard work. But I want you to imagine what it would be like to motivate yourself from a place of encouragement. Like, what if you talk to yourself as a really encouraging parent would talk to a child? I'm not saying that to tell you that you're a child and you need motivation like a child, but like really thinking about this. If you tell a kid that they suck at soccer and they need to get better at it or else everyone's going to laugh at them and they're going to be embarrassed, like how mean is that? That's so mean, but we do it every day to ourselves. We're like, I need to practice because I can't freaking embarrass myself on that stage. I don't know where the room for art and creativity is in that, but it doesn't seem apparent to me like where that that is. So really thinking about, okay, how can I encourage myself in a very genuine way to practice? Well, it could just be that you made a promise to yourself that you'd practice two or three hours a day. And you're holding yourself accountable because you want to really enjoy the performance you give a month from now. You want to really feel relaxed in your next lesson. You want to just be at a place where it doesn't feel bad to perform. And that's practicing for yourself, not to outrun whatever negative self-concept you have in your, in your mind of yourself, right? So imagine knowing ahead of time, first of all, that all the things you're doing are worth doing whether you succeed or fail at them really encouraging yourself and living into like the artistry that you're cultivating and you're not just concerned with what people are going to think of you which is what most of our time is consumed with right and you're you might say well I have to be concerned with what people think of me because I have a grad school audition or I have this orchestral audition or whatever it might be but You can't be concerned with what people are thinking in a moment and also be creating art genuinely. I really do believe that because then you're thinking about yourself rather rather than being in it. And I think there's a huge difference there. But if you think about the, the number of practice sessions, the number of hours every day that you put into your instrument and thinking about how you motivate yourself if right now it's from a place of negativity and you can't get out of thinking that you're not good enough like that's just not possible for you because it's so ingrained I totally get that because when you every three hours in a day (laughs) tell yourself that you're not good enough and you put yourself down in order to motivate yourself to get better that's just outrunning your feelings of inadequacy. You're trying to outwork your feelings. And that just doesn't work, right? If you want to feel differently, you have to think differently. And sometimes that does come from actions, right? Like if you build up the identity that you're a person that practices three hours a day and you really like that about yourself, that's amazing. But do you feel good when you do it? I think that's the key. Right? Do you create a physical and mental environment that you enjoy? 
how do you feel when you are practicing? Because that's how you're going to feel about your career and your life. It, it permeates into everything. So cultivating a relationship that feels safe with your instrument in your practice room where you can mess up and you can still be okay with you and like you're not judging yourself constantly, that's so important. And it's really what allows us to love what we do at the end of the day. This work of getting yourself disciplined to a place where it's motivated from positivity instead of negativity is something that isn't taught in music school. It's not taught at a music festival you apply to. It's not taught anywhere. Now, I had to find this for myself outside of music. And the thing that always really gets me is like some people do have it naturally. And that's amazing. This video is not for you. <laughs> right? Like this is not for you. But if you tend to be so overly self-critical that you make it mean things about yourself, that you are not enjoying the thing you want to dedicate your life to, but you don't know how to get out of it. And now it feels like you're stuck and trapped and you're unhappy and you're not making money. Like, hello, been there. This is so much more normal in the music world than we think it is, but no one talks about it. And I want to talk a little bit about how exactly we get over this. First thing is to just notice. How do you feel when you practice? How do you feel before and after? Do you get excited? Are you like excited to like take your instrument out of its case and play your first notes of the day or maybe play the piano, whatever it is? Um, are you excited to warm up? Are you excited to create and do something for yourself and for your future self? Or are you dreading it? Are you just dragging? And like, there are those days too where we kind of push through and do it anyway. Absolutely. But maybe on average, like, what are you thinking about your practicing? What are you thinking about yourself in terms of music? Like, what is your opinion of you? That's the thing to notice and become aware of. And then just notice, are you practicing from a place of self-love or shame because those two things are really different if you feel shame because you can't play something yet and you're practicing so you outrun that shame and then can do it that's so exhausting that's just super tiring so what I really recommend is thinking about how can I love myself through this practice session how can I approach this with impeccable care for myself and know that I have this brain that's going to throw negativity my way? How do I calm my nervous system? How do I deal with that in a way that works for me? So think to yourself, am I trying to outrun self-doubt when I practice or am I trying to create something really beautiful? And I don't know if those two things can be done at once. I think they can. But man, we should get to enjoy creating something beautiful. The difference between motivating yourself negatively and motivating yourself in an encouraging and loving way is going to mean years of feeling satisfied or feeling like you're never going to outrun that self-doubt. 
because the way that we think and feel and act is a process. It's like a program. And it, it's run by our conscious and subconscious beliefs. And if we have this belief that we're not good enough and that's running all the time, we're working hard to outrun that thought. And it's just not how it works. Changing your mindset is how it works. And changing your nervous system is how that works. And it could mean the difference between quitting and not quitting at a certain point. Now, I have a 30-day program where you and I coach one-on-one and you learn all of the tools to rewire your brain to let go of that negative motivation and discipline yourself in a way that actually you feel good at the end and you're not wondering why you don't feel confident and you don't know how to get out of your own way, right? So if that's something that interests you, let's chat about it because... I really love talking with people about what's possible for them. It's one of the most inspiring things that I get to do, and I just can't wait to to do it. So I hope you sign up for a time, and it's totally free. So what do you have to lose? Nothing, literally nothing. So I hope you have a beautiful week.